help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPolcito, and the Celtics beat the Minnesota Timberwolves back in the win column. Final score, 121-109. We're going to follow today's podcast, same as usual. Run through some of the highs, some of the lows, but we'll get started with player of the game. And to start this off on the right note, Jalen Brown is your player of the game. This was JB getting back to his normal self. He had a couple couple weeks of tough performances. Not saying all of them were bad, but the last couple were bad. Tonight, not the case. This was really a game about not how you started, but how you finished the game. JB started this game 13 points after three quarters he started the game 0 of 7 from 3. But you know what he did in the fourth quarter? He went off. So after 13 points on 0 of 7 from 3, he ended the night with 36 points. Seven rebounds, three assists, hit three threes. Uh, so he went 3 of 6 in that fourth quarter. This is JB doing what JB does. He gets buckets. This was a a great performance from him uh, in the fourth quarter when the Celtics needed it because the Celtics stayed close uh, through three quarters. We were pretty much right there the entire game. Uh, It was pretty close. We were up 88-86 after the third. And Jason Tatum went to the bench like he normally does to start the fourth quarter. JB was out there, and he lit it up. Lit it up. Got hot did not cool down whatsoever. So really, really solid game for Jalen Brown uh, through and through on this one in the fourth quarter, specifically like the first three quarters, he was fine. I'm not going to sit here and say that he was great. I'm not going to sit here and say that he was bad though. I thought the entire Celtics team, you look at the way the offense played throughout this game. It was so much better than what we've seen recently. This isn't a game where the Celtics went out and shot. 40% from three. We actually only shot 28% from three, but we still scored 120 points. The reason being because there was so much ball and player movement throughout this game, regardless of what the first quarter looked like. We were down. Actually, we were down 29, 22 after the first we've shot one of 10 from three, but the Celtics still played a really strong quarter. And a lot of it was because guys were moving. JB, Tatum, Derek White, we'll talk about him, played phenomenal. Uh, So this is just a really, really good bounce back win uh, against a team that, you know, they were 500 before this. They were 16 and 16. Timberwolves, they were down, you know, arguably their best player in Carl Anthony Towns. But it's not, it's not the, it's not who they played that I'm happy about. It's how they played. And I obviously understand that you know who they play plays a part in that. But when you're moving the ball the way the Celtics did today, the exact same way they played the first twenty something games of the season, it's just a it's just a great thing to see considering what we've gone through the last six games. Uh, so really good game from Jalen Brown. Jason Tatum was another one in this. 
Uh, they played really strong. Jason Tatum's game was pretty much strong throughout. Uh, it wasn't just a fourth quarter blowup. It was actually a, a really strong 15-point third quarter for Jason Tatum. But end of the night, 30 points, eight rebounds, five assists. Fairly efficient from the field, 10 of 22. Struggled from three, only one of six. Didn't hit his first three until like three minutes left in this game. Uh, but again, when it's three minutes left in the game, those are the baskets that do matter. So really solid game from Jason Tatum in this one as well. Uh, the one guy that I am very happy to talk about in the positive side, because we haven't been able to do it in the last couple of weeks, Derek White. We've talked about it in the last couple of podcasts that you know it looks like he belonged back in a, a bench role. And he told me to shut up today. He came out 18 points, five rebounds, three assists. And honestly, he did that super early on. He had 18 points at the end of the third quarter. Didn't actually even score in the fourth, but he was just super aggressive. And I know I've talked about this on the podcast. I know I've said it, you know, on Twitter, on Facebook. Derek White does all the little things. Derek White is always going to be aggressive getting to the rim. He's not settling for shots. And this was the Derek White game that we desperately needed after really struggling from the field. Like, I believe in the last three games, he's hit two field goals. Like, not two threes, two field goals. Like, he's played really bad, really poorly from the offensive end. Everybody knows what you get from him on the defensive end. This was another really solid game from Derek White on the defensive side of the ball. But what Derek White does on the offensive side, he's really, you know, he's almost like the water level. If he's playing at a good rate, at a good pace, at a good offensive efficiency, so do the Celtics. And I'm not going to sit here and say if Derek White plays poorly, the Celtics are going to play poorly. But the Celtics play significantly better when he's playing good. And I know that might sound stupid. You could say that about almost anybody. But Derek White changes this team. Because when he's on, the team is on. And I mean on. So really solid game from him as well. Al Horford, another one, stepped up big time. He's also struggled as of late. Not tonight. Uh, end of the night, 17 points, 11 rebounds. First double-double that we've seen from him in a while. Uh, played 36 minutes in this. Rob wasn't here to play in this one. He has a non-COVID illness. Uh, so Al Horford got a little bit more minutes. We didn't really play a ton of our guys as far as you know, big men off the bench goes. Uh, Luke Cornett saw 10 minutes. But again, if you're looking at a 48-minute game and Al Horford played 36, Cornette played 10, you're pretty much there. So we did see two minutes of – actually, one minute went to Noah Vonley late in garbage time. Uh, but then you saw some Grant Williams minutes, so we went small for a little bit. Very, very small amount of time. Uh, but Al Horford, 6 of 14 from the field, 5 of 10 from three. Finally – Finally, the three-point shot falls. Because uh, realistically, this was not a good three-point shooting game from the team. Uh, but Al Horford was there. Marcus Smart was there. There was a point in this game where the Celtics were two of a, two of 13 from three. Marcus Smart had both of them. 
The Celtics were a combined 0 of 11 outside of Marcus Smart in the first quarter of this game. So Marcus Smart, I thought, had his imprints all over this game. It's not a game where he absolutely lit up the stat sheet as far as points go. He's only 2 of 5, but those are typically the games that we love seeing for Marcus Smart. He ended this game 6 points, 7 rebounds, 10 assists, 10 assists. So really just good game for Marcus Smart. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'll say it till I'm, you know, blue in the face. Marcus Smart is the rhythm of this team. It needs to happen. It, he needs to be here. I don't care how many people want to say that he's a horrible three-point shooter. He does nothing for the team. It's BS. All of it's BS. Marcus Smart is there, and he holds guys accountable. But more importantly, he pushes the pace, and he finds guys. He doesn't settle for a bunch of shit shots. Marcus Smart is out there making the right plays. And tonight was a perfect example of that. You know, everyone will complain over and over about him shooting too many threes. This was a perfect example of what Marcus Smart does best. He facilitates, he gets guys going, and he plays defense like nobody's business. It's a really strong game from him as well. Honestly, like this is a this is a really good game throughout the starting lineup. We didn't really see a ton from our bench in this one, you know, realistically Grant played 23 minutes. He was okay. Six points, four rebounds, you know, Brogdon 17 minutes. Didn't really do much. Six points, four rebounds, similar to Grant Williams there. Overall, this was very much a game that was determined by our starters. And as much as it, I'm not going to say as much as it sucks because it doesn't suck. Like the fact of the matter is most teams win because of their top end talent. It's nice when you have guys like Brogdon, like Grant, they can come in off the bench and actually contribute. And honestly, throw in Derek White in that mix too, because when Robert Williams is healthy and we go back to presumably when we go back to our double big lineup that we did so well with all last year, those are three good guys that can go in off the bench, give you good minutes, and score the ball, right? So I get the whole, like, you need bench depth, but in games where you have your starters going out, 30 points for Tatum, 17 for Horford, 18 for White, 36 for JB, that's a lot of points. Like, it's a lot of points, right? So if you have your starters going out and doing that, you can't expect for them to do it in, you know, 48 minutes, do it in a seven-game series. You need bench depth at that point. But it, at some point throughout a series, your starters are going to carry you. That's just the way it is. So this is a really good game for the Celtics team, and it was a much, much needed comeback win uh, after, honestly, a really bad stretch. You know, this is a game, this is a series where the Celtics were five of six. We lost five of our last six games. Nobody wants to see that. Uh, but we also did a really, we had a solid game tonight. It's good to get back on the winning side of things. Uh, so good for the Celtics in this one. Uh, but honestly, you really got to talk about the ball movement in this. 
I talked about it the last couple podcasts. Ball and player movement was non-existent, like virtually non-existent. Guys weren't cutting. We obviously know the shots haven't been falling, and frankly, they weren't falling tonight. Only shot 28% from three on this one. But it is the way that the Celtics were playing that made this win possible. And it started at the very beginning. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown started this game with two easy buckets off of backdoor cuts. Marcus Smart facilitated one, Horford facilitated the other. This team plays at their best when everyone's moving. And this was a perfect example of you know what the Celtics are frankly capable of doing. Uh, so it's just good to see. It was really good to see. Uh, outside of that, it's not a perfect game. I'm not going to sit here and say that the Celtics blew the doors off the Timberwolves because there were issues. Uh, I do want to talk about that. Before we dive into all of that, though, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilizes the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. The NBA season is heating up and there are still so many unknowns like can the Celtics continue on this unbelievable stretch of basketball and break the NBA offensive rating record. When I'm looking to get in on that action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Do you think Jason Tatum's going to score 35 in a Celtics 10-point game? This is the type of action you can get in on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the app now, sign up with code TBPN, place a $5 pregame Moneyline bet on any NBA team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. So we've got a plethora of ridiculous comments on this on this Facebook Live got right now. Uh, we've got the Vandalakas, the Ventimiglias, Demilias, Deplacitas. Everyone's here. Everyone's having a good time. Uh, 
Jess wants to know how she can advertise her Beanie Baby collection on the podcast. Shoot me a text after this. We can figure it out. Uh, but I do want to talk about some of the negatives in this one. We talked about Jalen Brown and really blowing up in that fourth quarter. It's hard to talk about this game without talking about how he played in the first three quarters uh, because it was bad. Like there were a couple of possessions. There were a couple, you know, plays where he had a lot of backdoor cuts that he was letting up easy buckets on offensively all over the place. Turn the ball over a couple times. Jason Tatum wasn't far behind him. This happened throughout most of today's game. Uh, the defense, while we still only allowed 109 points, wasn't perfect in this one. Uh, but honestly, a lot of you know, a lot of the points that the Timberwolves got from this came from turnovers. They had 16 points off of our 12 turnovers. That 12 turnovers mark is very low. Not going to sit there and complain about it. But a lot of those turnovers were live ball turnovers. When that happens, what does it lead to? Wide open layups going down the going down the lane. They ended the night with you know ten fast break points. All of those came off of our turnovers. Like these are issues that still need to be cleaned up. Is it something to you know stress over? Is it something to complain about for a while? Probably not. You know, again, this is a game where you only let up 109 points. At the end of the day, solid. Not going to complain about it. But there are still things that the Celtics need to button up. The Celtics became the best offense in the NBA by driving, dishing, moving the ball, constantly doing that. It wasn't a perfect four quarters of it, but it was significantly better than what we've seen over the last six games, last two weeks. Uh, the three-point shot, still not there. I don't know how the Celtics just fell off a cliff, but they have. But the fact that they can pull out a game with 120 points, only shooting 28% from three, is pretty damn impressive. Right? Like these are games that if you're turning ball, if you're turning the ball over and you're only shooting 28% from three, this is a game that the Celtics shouldn't win most times. But the fact of the matter is. Everybody is moving significantly more than what we've seen over the last couple of weeks. Ball and player movement. A lot of people don't really look at player movement as much as ball movement, but all of those backdoor cuts from Jalen, from Jason, from Marcus Smart, all of those just lead to easy buckets. And if they don't lead to an easy bucket, it leads to a guy getting the ball deep in the post, and then he can kick the ball out and find someone. So all of these are extremely important plays and things that, again, over the last couple of weeks, we haven't seen a lot of. But this Celtics team still needs to do better at attacking the zone, getting in deep, and being able to kick out and find guys. Because right now, they're not doing it at a consistent enough level. right? And this is a game where they seem to have turned things around. This is a great win against a you know okay team. I'm not going to sit here and say that they're a great team, but it's a it's a good win over an okay team, and they need to continue playing the exact same way that they have been. If they can do that, they can continue going out and beating the hell out of teams because this is what we're we've been accustomed to seeing at this point. Uh, but after today's win. 
there was a there was a lot of stuff that happened across the NBA. Uh, we saw we saw the Bucks lost, which really puts the Celtics into first place once again in the Eastern Conference. We're sitting here a half game above Milwaukee, going into our Christmas Day matchup against Milwaukee. Uh, and now we have a game and a half lead over Cleveland, a two game lead over Brooklyn. Cleveland lost in this tonight. So this is the Celtics trying to push themselves back in the standings, but we've got a big, big matchup on Christmas day. This is a five o'clock Eastern time game, the Celtics against Milwaukee. Hopefully the flu seems to be going around. Marcus Smart missed a couple games. He was questionable coming into tonight's game. Rob Williams missed tonight's game because of it. We're going to need Rob against Giannis. We're going to need Rob against the Bucs. This is a Bucs team that plays extremely big. You've got Giannis. You've got Lopez. Middleton came back. He's not playing up to his standards, but that's got to turn at some point. Everybody here, every Celtics fan knows what Chris Middleton is capable of. Maybe not Jess Manalakis. I don't know if she knows what he's capable of. Uh, but the rest of these guys do. Everyone knows what this Bucks team can do on any given night. And at this point, the Celtics have a massive, massive game against them on Christmas Day. Uh, but that is where we're going to wrap things up. This is a great win. 121-109 was the final score today. Jalen Brown went off. Absolutely carries the Celtics in the fourth quarter. That's where we're going to wrap things up. If you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics guy. Make sure to follow our YouTube page, Boston Celtics game day recap, our Facebook page, Boston Celtics till I die. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We will talk to you soon. Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?